Hello community. Oh, jeez. Tough round of Supercoach. Tolib, how are you feeling? Ah, uh, jeez. After um, after the Sunday performance again, it, yeah, not well. I haven't been, mm, I've yeah. been very happy Monday or Tuesday. It's now <laughs> Wednesday. Still not feeling amazing, but um, yeah, well, I've Woody's will, back tomorrow. Yeah, so. we'll quote you on something. You said I'm going top 100 this week. And yeah, I'll... well, after Ridley smashed out a, a one one twenty. Dawson, 120-odd as well. I was in really good shape for a massive score. And then, as usual, it hits Saturday Arvo and the carnage just happens. And my team, yeah, I only managed to uh, score 2,123 points, which was a massive um, letdown for me. Yeah, that hurts. I was 2,165, still in top 1%. So hovering yeah, around 2K yourself. I've dropped down to 32K, which yeah. is... Um, yeah. It's a bit yuck, but there's not a huge gap between first and... Yeah, that is one thing this year. Someone pointed it out. I'm pretty sure between the top 1K and 10K, there's only 100 or so points yep. separating that group. So it is a very close start to the year. So if you have, haven't have started as well as you wanted to and you are sitting around just outside the top 10K, you aren't that far away from the pack, really. You just yeah. need that one or two week, one or two good weeks and you'd be right back up there. Yeah, keep the faith community. Look, there were a few pigs this week floating around, but our man, Dawson. Dawson? Pig of the week, I reckon. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the pig of the week this week. Oh, <laughs> oh, to be fair, though. Saying that, he was um in the real pig fashion. He did put on a clinic in the forward line in the... Uh, Final minutes of that game. Yeah, it was unbelievable after the sign. Looked like it was missing for sure. Swings back late. Huge bender. Got no points for it. No scaling. Bit of a joke. The scoring system's a bit corrupt this year, but we won't mention that. There was another... Oh, yeah. Well, oh. if there was a big farm and Dawson was the, the pig... I don't know, but can... <laughs> there was another foreign pig that wandered across from the neighbouring farm. Yeah, it's I on know, steroids. It makes a bit of a weird noise. It this makes time. a really weird. I don't know where, where it's coming yeah, from, it's, but it's, it's, it's very juicy. It's a hormone pig. It's full of hormones. <laughs> it's enormous. It's a different species. Uh, its name's Angus Brayshaw. Yeah, I haven't heard of it before. But, I don't have oh, this pig on my farm. Yummy. Looks so yummy. Had twenty marks. Took the piss. Was snorting around everywhere in the mud <laughs> on the field, just taking marks left, right, and centre. Anyway, so he's probably the foreign pig of the week. 170 we... odd, 180. Yeah, just yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely anyway. massive. But um, yeah, he sort of stole a few points. Yeah. My but... prediction, my final call from last episode was Clary was going to go 200 plus. He would have if uh, the big, big foreign pig didn't get in his way. Yeah. Stole all the points. So yeah, but Clary did still put out a good performance, 146. And yeah. So Clayton's gone massive, but you had a few other players you were angry with in your team. Oh, well, um, this one might be a little bit of a surprise to the community, but my neighbour, the good old Douglas, he's also <laughs> got him in team. Um, he's actually just surprisingly popped his head through the window again and has a oh, few um piss off, Doug. has a few thoughts on um this player. Will Brody. So, oh, um, mate, you can't spread. This bike's averaging 89. He's been one of the best picks this year. And you Yeah, we, we know he did get 90, but I'm not oh. sure about you, community. We're both heavily into our league play. <laughs> I lost two games, my two leagues I'm in, by four points and two points. <laughs> Brody was on 90, needed 95 to get the win both and had three clangers in the final 
think two minutes, <laughs> which cost me yeah. both performances. Not happy. And um, Douglas is <laughs> also not happy. And what do you got to say there, Doug? Was it 70 points? We're up by half time. Granny, 70 points. Yeah. We've lost by three. Go and fuck yourself, fellas. Oh mate, that's a bit. That's enough from you, Doug. That's a bit hard. That is fair, but um, yeah, Doug. I, I don't know if we can get you back on. We have got a few kids who watch, who listen to this podcast. So um, moving on. Anything else, Harrow? Uh, no, no one really to spray. Josh Kelly underperformed for me, which is a bit frustrating. The big captaincy on him. Yeah, I had the C on him, so that was upsetting. I did. You did put the C on uh, the two train. We might give uh, a bit of an oh, update on the two yeah, train. Yeah, we've got a little bit of an update. Uh. Did you witness it? Well, I, I heard I've, it. I've heard, I heard a few it, reports. Well, I, I heard some but, rail noises. Yeah, I think I read it page two of the yeah, Herald Sun. Yeah, it was in the paper on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure about you, community, but um, apparently there has been somewhat of a, a train vandalism. Yeah. Is that what you call vandals, it? Vandals uh, boarded the train. They, they stopped it. They got on. It came to a screeching halt. And they got the driver of the train, Took. They grabbed him, strapped him up, put him in the chair, duct taped him, and they just wouldn't let go of him. Put a few um, put a few chains on him as well, handcuffs. Yeah, tickled him. Like they just did everything. Yeah, they pretty much rope. abused him. And um, yeah, just today, uh, police or investigators have um, they've questioned a few witnesses, and it's believed that. They could hear a, a big, big sound. There's a big, big sound from the west of the town. So I'm not sure what that means, but... It's the sound of the mighty giants. A few staff at GWS have been questioned after that. All evidence is leading their way. <laughs> and um, I just... If you want to ask me, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure about you, Harrow, if you have many GWS players in your team. Or I think you know have Josh Kelly, but for me... They cop the GWS Football Club, Minson of the Week. <laughs> Minson of Minson. the Week. Get him out the league. We don't want him. <laughs> Andrew You Demetrio. can't be doing that. They've done it to – first it's going to be Took. Next it's going to be Clary. Then it's going to be Lockie Neal. Then it's going to be, who knows, Angus Brayshaw will score about 10 points against them. Oh. It's just not well. You can't be doing that. I'm not sure about you, but – um, Yeah, look, Lockie Ash and Matt DeVore uh, on the train just absolutely – Giving Took a tickle, um, but um, yeah, surprisingly, it was Leon Cameron who told Rocket to quieten down. Rocket, oh. Rocket, we can't hear. We can't fucking hear. Guess what, Leon? He's not quieting <laughs> down. He's getting revved up. You're on the chopping block, mate. Watch out. Yeah, your job's in question. That's yeah. for sure. It was really bad. So Took just got absolutely molested by Ash and uh, <laughs> Ash. I'm not sure if he could say Sorry, that. Sorry, he really did, didn't he? By Ash and. Uh, yeah. Oh, they didn't let go of him, but we'll leave it at that. He just cooked yeah, a lot of sides. He'll bounce back this week. He'll bounce back and, and go big. So, yeah, look, the Turk train derailed on the weekend. Um, didn't help. I had the captain. Didn't help with well. a C on him. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to move on from that. I went for a swim before Todd down in South Melbourne. You did? Yeah, went for a swim. I like getting out in the water. How's and, the fitness going? No, it's all right, mate. Not too oh, bad. a bit of sun out there. Did yeah. A bit of sunscreen for you, yeah, mate. Yeah, had a bit of SPF. Looking, looking a bit pasty there. Oh, it's rich from you, mate. Um Bit of moonburn for you on the weekend, but anyway, uh, I was might having have to, might have to borrow it from Matty Real and um, yeah, yeah, have to get a, get his product in, mate. But <laughs> I went for a swim in South Melbourne, and uh, I saw the spirit of Tassie. I was swimming not far from there, but saw a little little tugboat just uh just behind the spirit of Tasmania. <laughs> What's that? Little tugboat it was moving quite well actually, and uh, 
you know, I was in the water and I thought, oh, maybe I could catch up to that. But it was actually the Bowie boat. The Bowie uh, the boat. The Bowie boat, yeah. So, look, if you didn't, I bought a ticket last week. It was a refundable ticket. I cancelled my ticket, got a refund, and I'm a bit spewing because on the weekend it was zipping around in the water uncontested. Yeah, very small boat. Very, very quick. Very built, small boat. Built quite well. Well, German yeah. engineering, just by all, by all <laughs> reports. So, yeah, I just, it, look, he was good on the weekend. I'm a bit shattered I didn't get on the, the, you know, on the boat. I think if I had my flippers on, I could probably catch up to the boat and get on, but. Probably a bit late. Yeah, I'm, what I have to say, community, unless you're um got the swimming capacity of the none other than Michael Phelps, I think you might have missed the boat here. He's off. Yeah. Bowie's floating off into the distance. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too late. Yeah. You've missed the boat, community. By the on time, that one. Yeah, he's going one one fifty this week. So you wouldn't get him too late, you reckon, for people who haven't jumped on? Oh, he's. He could still generate 100K, but His I feel like... His break-even's still in the negative range. Yeah. I think it's how, minus 30. Yeah, I think three. it comes down to how much you value a trade. And a lot of people seem yeah. to be putting their finger on about 150K. That's really arbitrary uh, as a number. But I think come the end of the year, trades are going to be super important. We've got to conserve them. I'm shattered. I was going to go to Berry, to Bowie. Probably can't do that anymore. Yeah, it would have fixed your structure up a Yeah, bit it would have well. fixed my structure. But anyway, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, but for me, Salem comes back in about... Four or five weeks, let's say that, and that's just going to impact him severely. So, Lever, what, does Lever back this week impact it as well? Um, not really? No, not really. It's a different role. If not, it may help to loosen him up because Lever can take that smaller forward. But, um, a bit of lubrication for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, help free the little man up. Yeah. He's, he's, he's little, but he does pack a punch. But, um, yeah, Bauer, he did look really good. He's still playing that friendly role. He was a little bit unlucky. I was watching him quite closely from Tier 4 at the G there. It's hard, it's hard to get the microscope there. Yeah, it's hard to see the little man. But he's looking – he's just floating around looking for those kicks. Doesn't miss a target. Very efficient. And a few times you get the ball and it's just unlucky. It was a free kick or something. It happened about three or four times. He just missed touches there. And, yeah, he looks good. I'm hoping he can pull out – I don't know, a few more 90s and you'll make a solid amount of cash for me. Yeah, good call. We might move on to a few just quick mentions about the back line. Sicily, or oh baby, he looked very good on the weekend. 24 disposals, racked up 10 intercept possessions. I think he's going to be a good – he was stiff with scoring. He should have gone above 105. Yeah. Um, but it's good to see him accumulating a lot of the ball. Heath Chapman, he was looking very good. You'd be spewing if you traded him out after yeah, round two. absolutely. You'd be shattered. But I don't know. I'd – it's yeah. just, I don't think he's going to be sustaining. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see yeah. how he goes, but you'd be uh, pretty shattered if you picked him and oh, traded him. Another one, shout out, uh, short. Gun. Shit. Oh, might, mate. Might need to blip that out, but all I can say, community, it's just bloke. infuriating seeing this bloke. Bloke's averaging 118. This might be because he's not in my team, but he's just yeah. floating around. No, this is Doesn't defend. Community, this is a bit of jealousy here from Todd. If we wind, back to, intercept. wind back to pre-season, I said this bloke's averaging 105 plus, and you said he'd let me down. He's averaging 118 after three rounds. Shut up, Todd. Oh, I know. The Tigs aren't performing at the moment, and that's because Short's just running around doing nothing for the team, <laughs> just getting cheap touches out the back line. He's good for super coach, but, yeah, he's just... Yeah, well, look, I'm very happy with his performances. Crisp is another one that's going to give coaches... 
Oh, a few headaches at the moment. He's scored 85 on the weekend. Adams is out this week with um, the spicy cough, so yeah. he's probably going to get more mid-time crisp. Hopefully um, he gets another rev up from his well, girlfriend. Yeah, I, he needs another TikTok because he did yeah. bounce back after that performance and, and looked very good last week. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he does need another TikTok um, a miso, feature. A miso talk, yeah, miso, yeah, I think he needs something because he looked oh, just average on the weekend. So hopefully he bounces back. Uh, last one we'll mention is uh, Georgie Hewitt. Now, in my final call last week, I said he'd go sub 100 and he's pulled out 111. He's really annoying he was, on, he was on track for about 17. Yeah, I thought it looked really on. good again. And then he's, he's just gone so big second stuff, half again. Big second halfs. Ended up with 28 disposals. Massive scaling. Oh, they're just – he has some connection at the scoring oh, he, HQ and just gets – he had five turnovers, did have four, 14 kicks, 14 handballs. He's someone that you could possibly look to get in for Whitfield, maybe. Yeah, Whitfield. He's he did somewhat bounce back, but only yeah. scored ninety six. He's dropped twenty six k. I I've watched a few of his games now, and Cummy's just stealing. He's stolen his dinner for the past few weeks. So he's juicy, juicy steaks in the back line, yeah, juicy points from the kickouts, and just those chip switch kicks. Just Whitfield yeah. isn't getting a part of any of those chains. He's playing a bit more higher up the ground and. I'm summoning my inner fortune teller here community and saying Whitfield will not be a top 10 defender, oh. not even a top 15 defender by season's end. Top you heard it first. Top 15 defender, you don't reckon? He, he doesn't average above 95. Wow, that's a big call. That's It's not happening. Jeez, that's very interesting. Top 10 maybe, top 15, that's aggressive. But he's just, he's, his, role, he's, yeah, his role does look quite poor. We might wrap up the back line there and shift into the ruck line. Which... Yeah, there's been a lot of unpredictability mm. around the ruck line. Yeah, but... gee, if you started Riley O'Brien, you'd be a happy, happy person. Yeah, but only 4% of teams did that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Gaundy. Gaundy's yeah. just... The fortune teller sort of mozzed Gaundy. Um, yeah. Fair play to him. He did say that Grundy wouldn't start that well, and he hasn't really started well. Neither's Gaund, so... I did bring in Braden Parus on the weekend, and that turned out very, very well for me because I got Crips in, who looked majestic, which is great to see. Uh, Parus is going to be really interesting. He is someone that a lot of people will be targeting after next week when he's on the bubble, but argument can be made to bring him in early. Yeah, so you can wait that one week. I'm, currently, I've got 100K in the bank, yeah, and I'm going to give it that one week, and that lets me trade out a... a sh- a non-performing rookie such as a like a bold win to a Proust next week. But if at the moment there's a lot of community of the community, if they didn't start that Gaundy combo and they've got one of those mid-range ruckmen who aren't performing, there's a few of them out there. There's Marshall. Yeah. Marshall's been really suffering um with Hayes in the side and the three tall. So he's yeah, he's never liked sharing the No, ruck he doesn't. He's combo. hungry, yeah. hungry for ruck taps and Ryder and Hayes in there costs him. It, I don't think they will play three tolls all season. So, yeah, I, but I, I still think there's a case to be made, even with Ryder in the side, that you could potentially trade him to um, Proust. So that's possibly something to think about. Is that something you might consider? Um, I would honestly consider that because Marshall, he's not going to be. Is he going to be a top? He's not going to be a top two ruckman. No, nah, and he's not a. Forward. Is he going to be a top three ruckman, a top four ruckman? I don't top think five? so. He's just going to be losing points on the community yeah. who have those rucks averaging in that one ten range. Yeah. And 
Marshall, I'm not sure what his break even is, but he's going to lose even more cash this week. So yeah, his break even is 176. So if he scores, even if he comes down and scores around 100, he's still going to lose another 35k. That drops him down to that 460, 470k mark, and he's just he could start bleeding cash, and you'll be in that in that uncomfortable position. So yeah, I'd watch the team selection. If Hayes gets dropped this week, I'd probably keep him. Um, but, but he's still he's still a rider, so. Yeah, he's never he never did. really averaged well with Ryder. It, yeah, true. I feel yeah, I feel like Ryder affects him more than Hayes. You'd rather yeah. have Hayes backing him up. Yeah, well, Ryder. they're not going to drop Ryder, so it's a wait and see on the teams there. Um, the other person people will have is um, Jared Witts. Now, Proust God uh, ate him for breakfast on the weekend. I thought Proust definitely won that ruck battle. Um, people were pretty happy when Proust, oh not Proust, when Witts went massive that one week. Um, but back to earth for, for him, for Wits. Um, I don't I don't know. I just I think that I said this in preseason that he'd be that awkward mid price, yeah, wouldn't generate he enough. He could average ninety five to hundred, yeah, but then he only gets he'll exactly might, right. Might might peak at four eighty, yeah, high four hundred. It's awkward. He's not gonna be a keeper in the ruck. So he's another person I'd consider then trading to Proust. I wouldn't you could probably keep keep him off. I mean, keep him for one more week. His break even is only seventy six, so he's yeah. not going to hurt you. Just giving him, yeah. giving yourself one more look at Bruce, which might make you five ten k. Yeah. The other thing to watch is uh, related to Bruce is Leon Cameron, who's come out and said that they're going to wait and see whether or not they bring in Flynn into the side um, to take on the tag team ruck of Fremantle. So I've got Lloyd Meek there, Todd who's actually yeah. in all right form, um, and he's actually tag-teaming with the interchange bench. Um, oh, the interchange bench. Yeah, so that's going to be in the ruck in the CBAs. Oh, that's interesting because um, the dugout, yeah. Maths has finished. Yeah, it's wrapped Does up. Does that mean he's back? I think it is back, yeah. so it's uh, he's did, he end up, did he end up staying with the dugout? Oh, I don't know. I think he'll be back there very shortly. But he, uh, yeah, I don't know if they're continuing their relationship outside the Maths experiment. So he's but, a, yeah, he's a test for this week, big uh, Sean Darcy. Um, yeah, no doubt he'll go off with a niggle late in the third quarter. Um, so uh, just a watch for Flynn. That could impact Proust's scoring, but he did still score well with him in the side in preseason. He turned up. So that's, and, yeah. And another one I'm surprised here. I know a friend of the pod or founder, oh. James Briggs, is a keen Essendon fan and loves this bloke, Sam Draper. Yeah, look. Back-to-back 90s to start the year. Yeah, which was solid. 8, 8% of the community do have this bloke. So 8%. That, that is a lot. That's a substantial amount of teens. And on the it's weekend... Mar- I think Marshall only has 8% ownership. So he's up there. Yeah, he's right up there. Him. He's attended 20 centre bounces on the weekend, had 47 rut contests, and had one kick and one handball. Disgusting. 21 supercoach points, Todd. 21? 21. What do we think of that? Sorry about that community. I think oh. I've just followed in Harrow's footsteps from last week and <laughs> might have just followed through there. But oh. um, yeah, we'll keep you updated. Oh. Start smelling a bit, but yeah. Yeah, so sorry about that community. Anyway, we move on. And another bloke, the big, big giraffe looking unit at yeah. the doggies. Big, big Scandinavian looking, um, yeah, tall, tall human. Tim English. English. Yeah. Timmy English. He's, um, He's taking the piss. He has 150. Mm. No, Steph Martin is um, really helping out his scoring. 
Is he someone that we can look to bring into our sides? Yeah, so one of those non-performing rucks, English is looking very appealing. So if you've got someone like a Marshall who... Marshall, Wits, Draper. I think English is different to the others, and I think he's a really good option because of the safety that he has as a forward. So even if English does drop off an average between 95 and 100, unlike some of the others like Marshall, you can swing him into the forward line and he can be your F6. And so that's a, a safe option. And yeah, it if is you a do that, out. And if you've also got Jerry, who you probably should, he can also swing into the ruck if you have to put uh, English forward. And you've also got massive cock. And then English can provide that ruck cover if Dawn or Grundy or someone else goes yeah. down. The ruckmen do like to have those one-week breaks here yeah. and here and then you can swing English in and cover it. So, yeah. and if you've got enormous cock as well, that's just even yeah, more coverage. I know at the moment Marshall five hundred six k only fifteen k up to English. Yeah, exactly right. So I think that's that is something that I would do. I would go Marshall to English. Even oh, Gorn, would you go Gorn to English? Mm, I'm not sure. I think if you do, you have to do it this week before Gorn um, bleeds more cash. But mm, I'd probably prefer to go Gorn to Prose and then maybe even one of your underperforming forwards or one of your spud forward rookies up to um, English. But, yeah, I think if you're trading Gorn, you just have to do it this week, don't you? Uh, his break-even's 161. Yeah. So he might... I think this is the last week. The Ds do have Port Adelaide. So who's he yeah, up against? I think Laddams is in... Oh, no, he's left Port Adelaide, sorry. Uh, <laughs> who? Scotty Lysett. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. I Gorn's a difficult one. Probably I'd be trading. He did bounce week. back. He looked a lot better. 117. I can. It's just if you trade him out and he gets 150, you got egg in your face, as <laughs> yeah, we like to say. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's a tough one. I personally, I'm going to keep Gorn. He did bounce back. I was happy with what he got, and he's still averaging 100. He's had a terrible start to the season. The bloke's still averaging 99. Yeah, fair enough. So, I did trade in Prost and he's averaging 109. So out averaging Gorn, which we love to see. It's only one week. But, um, but we might move on to the forward line. We'll smash through these. Quick pod today, Todd. Uh, Wait, is that? Hang on. What? Can you hear that? What now? No, I can't, um, can't hear anything, mate. Oh, I think got a got an intruder or something. Is oh. it? Oh, no. Has the security system been breached again? Oh, I don't yeah, I don't know what's don't happening. Even, I don't even know. What is did it? You, did you lock the front door, mate? No, I probably left it open, actually. Yeah, geez. Uh, it's either the Uber Eats driver or... Oh, the fortune teller's back. Sorry, community. Oh, sorry, community. I'm really sorry. Eats. We just have to hear what he has to say. Jeez, it's either he's the had fortune a teller yeah. smells or I follow through before. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's Here he is. He's got a few words. We'll give him his, we'll give him his few seconds. You probably won't get him back, community, but here he goes. Welcome back to another segment of Frenchie's Fortune Telling. Now, today I just wanted to firstly acknowledge that I've been on an absolute tear, absolutely on fire with the Gorn and Grundy call. Jake Lloyd, oh, he's looking alright, but he's not doing too well. And Cripps, well, that man, he looks like he's a top eight midfielder, and he is absolutely dominating. Now, today, I'm about to really think about something that I think's, you know, not looking good for the future. And I've landed on Josh Kelly. Now, I do know a few people have started to get him in, starting in the season, including uh, Will Harris, uh, one of the podcast members. And I just wanted to, to put it out right now that Josh Kelly, he's not a top eight mid, 
He's not even a top 15 mid. He will not be in the top 15 midfielders by the end of this year. So get him out if you've got him and do not bother getting him if you're thinking about it. There are much better options. So you've heard it here first. Enjoy the rest of the week, community. What about that, Harry? She's gone bang from 50 and just put the mod straight on your just, favourite player, Josh even, Kelly. don't even really know what to say to that, to be honest. Like, he's gone back-to-back 115 pluses, has one off week, and the fortune tellers claim he's not going to be a top 15 mid. If he is not a top 15 mid... Oh, all right, here we go. And caveat, if he stays uninjured, if he's not a top 15 mid on total points at the end of the year, I will run naked... Oh, I've already claimed Swan Street, so pick a straight Todd. I'll run naked down it if Josh Kelly is not a top 15 mid at the end of the season. I'll run Swanston Street. Yeah, I'll cut a GWS jersey into a Speedo covering just my genitals and run down the middle of a busy street. Swanston? Swan, potentially Swanston. Swanston or I'll find, a, I'll find a Kelly Street in Melbourne and I'll tie a little dick tog, GWS, <laughs> around my waist and I'll run down the street yelling, I love Josh Kelly. If he's not a top 15 midfielder, he's a gun. He's going to bounce back. You might have to put that back on the um, fortune teller. And if he uh, does finish in the top 10 mids, we'll have to see if he has a response next week. But yeah, um, Will, so. Will's not happy. I'm not happy with that. I don't like my players being personally attacked. So I'm confident he bounces back. First the super coach mama. Yeah, true. Fortune talent. Super coach Mama did. Uh, she did get stuck into Josh Kelly. So she's look. He, to be fair, he has burned a few coaches in the past. He's very injury prone, but fingers crossed he can stay fit and healthy. We're going to move on to the forward line. Um, Nick Martin need to have him this week. He's probably he's the only. A, he's yeah. the number one target. Yeah, he's the only person this week that I'd say you definitely have to have or trade for. Yeah, so personally, I'm not making any trades this week. It doesn't look like that. Nothing too crazy. You did say before you might use a trade boost. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just getting a little bit bored, community, but that always happens on the mm. middle of a Wednesday, Arvo, when you're just looking at your team, Jeez. just seeing if you can make it that little bit better. But, um, yeah, the wise thing is is to just be a, be calm, collected this week. Be zen. Yeah, I feel as though that um, if you are trading this week, you probably should have made that trade last week. Or yeah, depends unless what it is. yeah, unless your starting team is just completely out. It's, it's a bit different, but there hasn't yeah, there hasn't been any major injuries yeah. to warrant a trade this week. If you're chasing after blokes like the Bowie boat, even Hewitt, people that have already appreciated in price, really consider whether or not that trade's worth it. Come the end of the season, just happens to me every year, happens for everyone. You've got no trades, you're in your league finals. Oh no, player gets injured, you've stunk it up, you've cost yourself a league win. Try to conserve trades where possible. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck with yeah. who knows if uh, yeah, exactly Josh right. Kelly does does get injured. No, he's not getting injured. Twenty, anyway. and you're out of trades. No. You've got no, 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 six hundred k sitting on your bench for a few weeks. No, that's not going to happen. But, but we're going um, to yeah, talk about in saying that Nick Martin. There are a few people who don't have him in their team in the, at the moment. I know Super Coach Mama did mention she doesn't have him yet because mm. you could hold off until this week. He still is on the bubble. One hundred two k break even of. Minus 124. So he could run around being James Sicily and abuse umpires all game and go negative 100 and still generate coin. He could. That's about 20, 50 free kicks yeah. against. Sicily could do it, but yeah, he's going to appreciate heaps of money, about $100,000. Uh, need to get him in. But you're about to say, I think I might have interrupted you, but people that are trading out Richelli to get him in, I think that's a bad call. Yeah. So you need to try and get this bloke in and we have noticed a lot of the community 
are getting out the axe. Yeah. And sending the sending Richelli to the the Supercoach abattoir. Yeah. I, and he's not quite quite ready yet. I did see a tweet actually, which I thought was uh, very pertinent. Uh, I can't remember who it was from, so shout out to whoever it was. But people trading out Josh Richelli gives big Jimmy Rowe vibes. Now, yeah. a bit of context: he got to about two hundred and thirty k, um, and then. He sort of plateaued, had a few stinkers. A few people went early, pulled the trigger on um, the walking nugget. I saw him at Macca's before, actually. He walked out of the drive through the walking <laughs> chicken nugget. Uh, and then he went big. He had back-to-back 80s um, and got himself about 300K. So I would just hold off there. If he's the only person you can trade, then maybe go for it. But where possible, I'd avoid trading with Shelley. I think he's got cash in him yet. Yeah, so... Nick Martin is only in 51% of teams. So a lot of people will be trying to get him in. If they, if they didn't start him, they're going to be trying to get him in this week because he is, yeah, he's a, just a genuine lock to um, be a massive cash cow. Yeah, he's but the biggest cow in the paddock. As you were saying, Richelli, he's currently, he's in a, in a paddock full of grass. He can uh, still got plenty of, um, plenty of, I don't know, what, what would you say? He's still got... It's got a lot of uh, growth, a lot of grazing to do. It's got a grazing, <laughs> a lot of grazing to do. It's only mid-sized until, cow. Until we, um, yes, send that cash cow off to um, off turn to it into turn into um, some cash. Yeah. So on the other person we're going to mention quickly, Jerry. If you've missed out on, oh geez, there's the Bowie boat, there's the yeah. Took train, there's Jerry's, the Jerry Zoo. I don't know what it is. Jerry Zoo, but. If you missed out on him, is it too late? He's about, what is yeah, he, about 200? Oh, I think it's too late. We did say you had to get him last week. He's, how much is he? 278K. Oh, jeez. He could probably get himself to 400, but mm, probably is a little bit too late to be jumping on. Would prioritise elsewhere. You could still get him in, but it's going to be a really, yeah, if you, just a really yuck feeling. Yeah, you'll feel, trade. You'll feel a bit if sick you're paying 278K for someone you could have got. There was it two hundred in low two hundreds. Yeah, last low two hundreds gone up about seventy k. So, bit of a sad one pulling the trigger there. We'll wrap up the forward line there. The oh, only just, other... just one one other player who yep. um, Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. I don't know. Gollum. Gollum. Lord of the Rings. Gollum. I don't yeah. know. From I'd the um, Rovers, kicked four goals, scored eighty Supercoach points, six disposals for that eighty points. So yeah. Does have a minus 47 break even, is on the bubble this week. If you've already got Martin, the team's looking really good, but you've still got maybe a Baldwin or you've got a Holland or you're stuck with even a Rainer and you don't have enough cash to go up to a up to like a Heaney or a Butters or a anyone, any any of those targets. Yeah. And you could trade a Rainer down to a, a Golan and that could free up some cash and he could make a little bit of money for you. He's on the bubble, minus 47. If he just scores 50 this week, he'll go up about 50K. So that is another option right there, community. Yeah, and Elijah Holland's looking like he's playing well in the twos for Gold Coast. Yeah, I can't, think you'll... Can't say the same for Baldwin. No, no. One goal on the weekend. Yeah, true. So another shout-out to James Briggs there who talked him up and... Um, yeah, yeah, never never trust a... Never a, trust a biased one-eyed Don supporter Yeah, um, with... Yeah, with advice or, or a needle. Say that again. Needle. Um, anyway, we're going to move on. So Elijah Holland's in the twos, playing well. He's probably going to come in in the next few weeks. He's going to be a good downgrade target as well. All right, not too much to think about or to contemplate yeah. in the midfield there. But quickly, Jared Berry, I held on to him last week. I'm pretty happy that I did. He did score 83. 
He's trending in the right direction. Started off uh, 67, gone to 76, 83. So he's spiking well. Uh, look, he's just someone I'm going to keep for the moment. Uh, the other person that I might want to talk about is Josh Ward. Now, a lot of people traded him out last week. I thought that was a bit hasty. He's just turned the ball over. So he had five and six turnovers the last two weeks. He's shown that he can accumulate um, with 20-plus disposals in a game. He just needs to tidy up his disposals, take the butcher's apron off, and he'll be pumping out 70s and 80s, I reckon. Yeah, so his break-even is only 10, Yeah, 196K. So he does have a lot of room to um, keep going up in price. He just needs that one good score, which he has been threatening to do for yeah, the last few weeks. It's been elusive, but I'd hold on to him if you can. Um that's all, yeah, pretty much all I had to say for the midfield. Yeah, it's not a lot happening in the midfield. We might finish off um, with our final call for the vice-captain this week, Todd. Who are you going to whack the big blue highlight on with the VC? Um, so VC options, there's a couple. I was looking at Clary, Big Clay and Oliver, but um, I don't know. He just doesn't have the best average against Port. He's usually a bit quiet. Another one, Gorn, also doesn't yeah, – 102, 87, 87 last three games. So that's not really – No for me. Not looking great. Grundy come, coming up against Nick Nat. I'm staying clear. Lockie Neal. Yeah, Lockie Neal plays Geelong. Um, and Mark O'Connor is going to play, and he's going to go straight to Neal at that first centre bounce. Uh, last two times Neal's played Geelong – Gone 75 and 98. He is, I would not be surprised if he gets completely shut down. I'd be steering clear of him um, for your VC and your C. Yeah, so I wouldn't be going near that. Uh, one man who um, has been talked about a little bit this week as a possible captaincy or vice captaincy is the uh, the pick. Mm-hmm. He has lost his title the last few weeks, Jackson McRae. Yeah, he's going to be my VC. He's playing Richmond, who historically let other midfields run over them and just destroy them. So even Presti are back. I think McRae will be back to his usual best. He did play on the wing in the last quarter, um, which is really weird. He only had one possession, very uncharacteristic. Hopefully Bevo. Gave away 50 as well. Yeah, hopefully Bevo just, you know, sorts out what he's doing, gets him back into guts where he belongs. So he's going to be my VC um, yeah, this week. Last four weeks. Last four times against the Tigs, he scored 107, 162, 107, 163. So if mm. there's a, some sort of pattern happening there, yeah, Arrow. A bit of numerology there from is that a, Yeah. Is that a bit of a 162 or 163 he's getting? Did he score 107 last time? Yeah, last Yeah, he's time. bouncing back so then. He's... Lock it in then. Yeah. 130 plus from McRae. If Okay, quick question, putting on the spot. If he stinks it up, who are you putting the C on? Because that's when it gets messy. Like last week when I had Kelly, you had Toke. Got All young. right, so who's the last C? week was complete shambles. When I had the VC on Clary. Yeah. Who's and the then, C? Who's the get-out-of-jail C? Yeah, and then I was stuck, had no loophole, but that's not an issue because um, the tribunal, not sure what's happening there, did Goey, given a week for, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so you've yeah, got a few loopholes. Touched, a, touched the endangered species down Cattery, the endangered cat. Yes. Doing a bit of week. politics here, Todd. You're avoiding the question. Who's yeah, the Yeah, I'm just not happy how Degoe got one week. It is a bit of a joke. He's going to score dangerous 150. Tackle. He was going to be my VC this week against West Coast, but um, never mind. Not happy community. The C community, he's playing Carlton. Reports are, <laughs> sorry for the delay, but the reports are, I am excited. The Took Train is holding a free-for-all buffet. <laughs> is it Sunday? It's on Sunday. All you can eat 
There's going to be everything on offer. Yep, you heard it right. The C's going on Took. He's playing against Carlton. This is when the Carlton train or the Carlton bandwagon, as we must say, mm. meets the Took train and gets pushed offline. Bit of a head-on collision. Yeah, yeah. the Took train yeah. comes out best. Fair enough. 132 and 155 last two times he's played the blue bag. He's, no one's going to go to him. He's not going to cop what he copped the other day. George Hewitt, maybe go to him. Maybe, mm, but can Todd, George Todd. can George Hewitt run with Took? Probably not. But I'd have to put George Hewitt, Walsh, and Chera. <laughs> it took yeah. three way to stop him. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. I'm gonna probably have a say on Crips because um, I don't think Coast will tag Crip him. Uh, sorry, I couldn't speak there. But anyway, those are our VCs and our Cs. We'll leave it there. Hopefully, you have a good week this week and bounce back community. Climb up those rankings. We'll chat to you very, very soon.